working that like with my personal experience with something like Z for Zachariah is an example where like I always love collaborating like collaborating is like my happiest place to be whether it's working with with a visual artist working with a like a choreographer or working on film there's something great to like even if you have to make a turn as to how the like say you know the music was one thing and we had to shift it to make it a different hit a different note like to be slightly more you know like in Anne's storyline there's something great about being open to making that change it may have felt hard for a second but there's something that's what the collaboration is is the you know I've heard other con composers say it specifically too it's like you have to be willing to let go of that baby <laughs> like sometimes you know like I, I've, I've also heard a lot of people like pop music people who want to do film music and it's such a different thing than working on an album where you get to make the shots like you don't get to make the shots all the time as a composer like you want it to still be your voice but you have to do you have to serve serve the picture you know like Like with Z for Zacharias, it's like you just see those hillsides and it just, at the end of the day, it, it just fits perfectly. You know, like it's just, you, you don't want to have the mics on top of the instrument at that moment. Like you want it to be more open. And so to allow the natural physics of like multiple string players, like do what they do best in a nice sounding room, it's like. It was exactly what the picture called for. It's interesting, you know, like, <clears throat> there are a couple things that happened over the course of working. I mean, I've been thinking about this film for a long time. I've been, uh, you know, working from script for over two years before the film came out. Um, we, knew, we knew it was coming for a long time. I developed sort of, the first things I developed were sort of the pump organ themes. And just because we knew that Anne was gonna have to play the material so we wanted to sort of have that nailed hey um i'm heather mcintosh i'm gonna try to play for two hours I, I I call myself a straight up composer for sure. Um, I yeah, of course I play the cello. I kind of call myself a cello player. I don't know why, but uh, uh, but yeah, I you know play cello and bass. But com composing is kind of what I've been doing for my real life job for the past couple four years or so, at least four or five. I always wrote song, you know, like since I became an adult and sort of you know like you know like after I left for college you know like I, I started as a cello major and then shifted to composition a couple years in but that was more traditional concert music or more in that sort of avant-garde second Viennese school you know uh, sort of thing um, so that was sort of you know concert music but mainly chamber um, but the whole time I was, you know, 
playing in rock bands and of course was more like an indie rock cello player you know like I, I guess I've never felt the need to like make the classification but I do all that stuff but um definitely you know I'd always wanted to get into film music but it really wasn't until you know and I've, I've worked on a, a couple shorts and a documentary and that but my first proper uh, narrative really was working with Craig on uh, compliance so it's been a while now which is crazy I guess you know like it's been about you know four or five years since I started working on that which is wild had been you know working at a video store and just wanting to do it doing my own sort of fake film school thing you know while do, doing the the band stuff and studying it in college but uh yeah that was definitely a big turning point for me I grew up in Cleveland, Ohio, and then I moved to Georgia for school. I did preparatory studies in cello at the Cleveland Institute of Music and had some really great teachers while I was in Cleveland, but it wasn't until getting to Athens, Georgia that I started figuring out what I was going to do with any of that. I kind of moved to Athens because of the music there. I love R.E.M. and Pylon and B-52s. The cost of living is relatively low, like you can be an artist there. And it, it really helped define my style as a, a composer and as, you know, playing in bands. I was really fortunate to come into a crew of people that were like-minded and making interesting things, you know, sort of experimenting in their own way. I had thoughts of going to other places for school, like moving to New York first or something. Um, but I'm really thankful that I didn't. I feel like, you know, there was still a certain, you know, there's still rigor at my university, but the uh, being able to sort of like come into my own as a performer and writer, um, I don't know if I would have developed in the same magical way. Cause you do have like all of those Elephant Six bands that I play with, like, they're as equally influenced by, like, I don't know, the Beach Boys and the Beatles as they are by Stockhausen and Pierre Henri and stuff like that. You have this really special cross-section that's done, you know, not exclusively in a lo-fi way, but, like, to hear some of my friends' works where they're, like, working on cassette four-track and it sounds like you know, like elevated, concrete, you know, electroacoustic acoustic music, like it's just really mind-blowing and really special, you know, so, that, uh, so I feel like it definitely defined me as a, a creative person, you know. And like if I would have gone to film music school or something, I don't know if I would, I mean, I think those programs are amazing and I feel like I'm constantly trying to learn things backwards, but um, I'm, I'm really, you know, I'm really fortunate to have, you know, just sort of figured a lot of things out sort of in my own weird way, you know, I think it defines it.
backwards engineer it and you're like oh it all makes sense you know like I worked at a video store for like 15 years you know like soaking in every single thing I could possibly imagine I you know had all these opportunities to figure out how to write in my own you know I, I can see how you know my my parents have even sort of said that recently they're like oh we get it now and it's like I never did while I was doing it I was just kind of doing because I did three albums of my own stuff I've learned how to be sort of a little mini orchestra and figured out tricks to sort of avoid phase issues or if you still have them make them sound interesting and in that way where like I'm not so concerned about oh, but the cellos are supposed to feel like they're on the right side. You know, like that's, you know, like that's sort of one of those things, I think, from us having that lineage more, like all the players from Athens having a little bit more of that Beach Boysy flavor or the, you know, I still, you know, like so much of my sound as a cello player is defined by like the Beatles Abbey Road stuff where it's super close mic'd and you can feel the hair on the string. And if you're listening to one, like if you have two speakers in two separate rooms on like some of those Beatles recordings, like you will only hear cello hard panned out the right, you know, like I think all that is super interesting. And for me, I guess on some levels, it's working with a limitation. Like I didn't have access to a 32 piece orchestra. So how can I make it big? How can I, you know, like do something interesting? Um, compliance like I tracked everything at a bunch of different tempos and then we just sort of like fixed it to picture um you know we we did it and it wasn't really old school we weren't writing to picture we kind of I got together with a small ensemble it was like drums bass guitar I was playing bass and a drummer and a guitarist and we just recorded all the themes at a bunch of different tempos in a bunch of different ways and then i developed those after Craig had already heard some of the themes and we're like okay we'll give you a bunch of different conversions and then him and Jane the editor started just dropping things to picture when they were cutting so it was kind of a pretty symbiotic way to work in that they were temping with music for the film we sort of readdressed the score was readdressed and so in there the the intention to follow Anne Margot Robbie's character um, became sort of like the new follow through. And so we did really, we wanted to be with Anne with the score. And so th for whatever reason, the, the, the other score was pastoral as well, but this is definitely a different, has a different quality to it. I mean, I, there's, that was sort of like taken in. I did go to New Zealand where they shot the film and that definitely informed my writing but I knew we knew it needed to sound like grand er <laughs> you know like from the from the beginning that was something that we really um we knew and we knew that thematically like it would be a bit more dynamic like it compliance really is shaped from like really theme and variations there might be like it's really like the expounding upon on like two basic cells of material and and we're just you know like expounding upon it in all these different ways it's a different kind of exercise whereas this you know like we have three characters that are you know like have their own weight um 
And then you also just have like this pastoral, beautiful place that has its own character to it as well. And, and, and then also trying to just sort of like, yeah, we just had a lot of different steps to think about the danger of the outside world. Like how can we, we can still convey how like beautiful, pastoral, special this place is, but make sure that we know like just right over there, everything is terrible. This was definitely a big step in a, in a new direction for me. I feel like, you know, it's probably been a long time coming, but um, it's now that I've sort of, I'm aware of like the pure dynamics that you can really get when you really like, cause you know, I used to do all this multi-tracking stuff exclusively where it was just me playing. And I've always sort of been like, this is great. I can get so much of a color out of this. But when you get really brilliant players together and they're playing in a room, there's nothing quite like it. You know, like it just, it's like, I'm just increasing the palette that I have at my, you know, like in, in the back pocket, it's like, oh, that also was a defining moment for me of like how much color, you know, of course you know this. I know that there's so much color to be provided from like a full orchestra or even a decent sized chamber orchestra, but God, it's nice to be reminded of that. You know, like I said, you know, like in my conducting or in my when I was in school, I only ever worked with chamber pieces and I I didn't write nearly as much work as I wish I did when I was in college, you know, like I was so precious with every single note, you know, that like I'd write these super compressed like piano pieces, you know, like kind of like those little Schoenberg sort of moments, you know, like these little tiny things and, and I would just like sweat over them and, you know, I, but now it's like so freeing, like I have the tools that I got from that time and to be able to do something and be like, I'm good enough to do stuff for orchestra. I'm told, you know, like this is going to be said, you know, like my avant-garde brain, maybe in a, you know, 10 years ago, like maybe like I like pretty music, but this is pretty, pretty, pretty <laughs> music, you know? So like, you know, like in a moment where like, I felt like there could have been a version where it's like, I don't know, like it, it's just, a, it's a different, um, I like being able the opportunity to like put on a different hat and write pastoral, beautiful music that, you know, like we took the edge off of some of this music and then also to figure out how in that minutia you can still have tension live within that, you know? And I think that, like you said, it's like every project we do, we sort of learn something new about our compositional ability. It doesn't have to be specifically with composition. It's like, but you know, you are, we're opening these little doors of like, oh, wow, you can actually make something that's beautiful and really still have it be really uncomfortable under there. And I think that's kind of an awesome thing to learn, you know, like just learning different ways to explore um, the palette of it all. It's, it's great. I love it. Learning. Thank you so much. I appreciate of your time. Of course. Yeah, definitely. It's nice talking with you. You too. Okay, take care. Yeah, bye. Okay, bye.